0: Broadcasting to the world from South Jersey, this is Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick. A weekly podcast with different topics every week. The views and opinions on this show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of any businesses or organizations mentioned during the show. And now, it's Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick. Yo, yo, what is going on? This, of course, is Anything Goes. My name is Phil Rossi, alongside my compadre, my sidekick. His name is J.J. Golick. J.J., what's good? Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up?
1: You know surviving
0: i hear you me too we're all surviving yeah so today's awesome topic we're going to get right into it is now i'll preface this a little bit by saying the reason we're going into this because you started a new position recently but yeah i want to talk about just the worst jobs that we've ever had just shitty terrible jobs that you're like oh god like thank god i'm no longer doing that so i'll start one of the ones that instantly pops in my head is one that I did when I was about 18, which was, I don't even care, I'll say it, at Target as the card attendant.
1: Ah, yes, Target, card attendant. Now now, uh, no.
0: now, now let me let me preface this by saying I chose that terrible position. So I had applied, I was like, I need something in the summertime, I think it was like literally May, June-ish. And, I, and here was my crazy, ridiculous uh, mindset at 18 years old, which was, I could be a cashier, at least work inside. Now, I knew all these things before, and I'm like, you know what? I don't really like people like that, so let me apply to be the card attendant. That way, you know, I'm outside. I can have a little bit of freedom. I don't have to be, like, stuck at the register. No, you're the bitch. Right. So here's the thing. So first day on the job, literally, I think it's like, I don't know, Monday morning, Tuesday in June. It's like, you know, already like 105 degrees outside. I clock in. They would do a little ridiculous, like, uh, I don't know if Target still does it, but you kind of warm up, do jumping jacks or whatever in, in the middle of, like, the <laughs> aisle to kind of get ready for the day. And I'm like, oh, I already kind of hate this place. <laughs> so then, you know, a couple of people come in. It's 8, 8.15. And they're like, hey, Phil, there's, uh, like, four carts outside. And I'm like, ah, oh, not too bad. go out. get four carts. It's not busy yet. Not many people. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm kind of digging this. Then they're like, oh, there's one cart. And this target is next to like a BJ, so it's like way down the other end. And I'm like, eh, I guess a little bit of a stroll, get some nice fresh air. I'll come in. I do maybe about like five to 10 carts. And I asked the manager, I said, hey, I want to kind of learn how to use that quick cart, the thing that collects all the carts at one time. So I don't have to be on a constant, like every five, 10 carts, go out and get them and then bring them back in. I want the quick cart, so I let that bitch fill up. And then I could roll in like 200 carts at one is that, time. Is that how you said it to him? Yeah, no, well, not exactly. Okay. But. So he's like, oh, no, you can't. We can't train you on use the quick card. And I'm like, well, wh- why? So his theory was, well, we want to keep you busy. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not really, like, jiving with that vibe because I, I don't like that. Like, I'm trying to maybe go talk to the girl at the at the, at the snack counter who I, I kind of, like, liked a little bit. So I figure if I get the quick cart, let them pile up, drag them in, and then kind of relax inside. They weren't really feeling that.
1: No, they and, don't.
0: And it wasn't. You know, now I think Target pays at least 15 bucks an hour.
1: That's your starting, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, but, you know, back, like, whatever, like, 10, 12 years ago now, I think it was, like, $11, something like $10 an hour. So, literally, this is what happened. After about two or three hours, this is on day one. After about two or three hours, I go and talk to the managers. I said, listen, can we talk? Right. This is like the first can day. T-
1: can we talk? Can we talk? This, is like, this isn't working out. This is
0: like eight, 18 years old, like three hours into the gig. I I'm pro-
1: breaking up with you.
0: <laughs> I probably collected about, I don't know, like maybe 30, 40 cards at this point. I go in. He's like, hey, Phil, what's up? I said, listen, you know, I, I know I applied to be card attendant, but I'm not really feeling it. I said, so I really, I literally told him, I said, listen, so I'll finish out this day. I said, but you know, starting tomorrow, you can put me on the register because it's not really for me. And he's like, you know, it's like very serious, right? Like $10 an hour, you're pushing carts. He's going over his paperwork, right? Like I'm applying to be like the CEO of like uh, MGM Resorts. He's looking over everything and he's like, well, Phil, the schedule's done for the next like four to six weeks. So you're going to have to finish out at least six weeks of doing the card attendant. And then we'll look at maybe putting you on the, the register. Now, in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, hell no, nah. am I going to stay here for the next six weeks pushing carts?" Like I wouldn't even... My theory was, like, I'm going to do a, him the benefit of the doubt and, like, get through the day. He's saying, like, six weeks. So we kind of went back and forth a little bit. Like, not sarcastic, but I said it's not working No, out. I'll
1: make you a better offer. I'll finish out the day and you do what I say. <laughs> yeah, nah, so, it doesn't work that way, I, son. I
0: mean, I literally had no leverage, but I also figured, like, no. So I go back out, and at this point I'm kind of, like, feeling a little bit defeated. And I called my mom at the time because she had dropped me off earlier. Mommy. And I say, hey, Mom, uh, yeah, it's not going to work. You can pick me up. She's like, Well, you know, I got to make a target run anyway. So she's like, Let me come pick something up. And then I literally just bounced. I think it may be like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And that was it. And that was it. I just left. Never I, went back. I didn't even finish. I, and here's the thing because he didn't do as I said, <laughs> I didn't even finish out the day. Wow. Like two o'clock. So I put in what? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Uh, about did you get six paid? Hours, seven hours. I did get paid. You did? I did get paid. It, it was Did honestly, they call you? No. <laughs> I actually had to go in. To the, to the back of the house where the team members go, and I had to go pick up my uh, the one pay stub. It was kind of a little awkward because the good thing is I was there for such a short amount of time that, like, nobody even knew I even worked there. Nobody knew you existed. Except for, like, the manager who, like, hired me, and then obviously I talked to him and then left. But other than that, nobody knew me. They're like, oh, you work here? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I used to. I worked there for, like, six hours. But other than that, <laughs> so, I, yeah. so, so the thing is now I don't know if I can uh, – like even work at target again like i mean was i fired you wouldn't
1: want to uh, I, mean, I mean yeah i mean forget it technically it would be like job abandonment but here's the thing with target since we both have worked there right me a little more recent as in a few months ago yeah exactly um target it just wants to work you like a freaking dog right that's they don't they don't care about you they act like they care about you
0: like any other big corporation right it, like we ain't
1: stupid No, I'll, I'll tell you what because i worked at walmart too mm-hmm. um were they any better Oh, my God, no. They got to be worse, uh, tar- right? Target was a nicer environment than Walmart was, but you Correct. put up with the same bullshit.
0: Right. It's a little retail.
1: It, it's retail bullshit. It's... And I hate to say it, but if you're working retail, I mean, you you can be a nice person, but they all are moody bitches at some point. Yeah. It's The guys and, and the girls. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes the guys are even worse. Yeah, and, like... And I'm like, Why? Well, I get it. Like, like Three it, trucks. Three trucks. You can't handle it? And the, the thing, fuck? And the thing is, we've both
0: worked in retail. Uh, even even as, uh, as early as last night, I go into Wawa. Like, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night, whatever. And I just get something quick after I work out. Now, this really irks the shit out of me. This really bothers me. I don't care what kind of retail. And I, we've worked in retail, so I have the authority to say whatever the guy want to say. So I go into Wawa, and I get my stuff. I go up to the register. The guy... Says nothing. Yeah. Like, like, says nothing. Then, he scans the shit, looks pissed off as ever. Like, again, I don't know what your deal is. Doesn't even
1: give you the total, right?
0: Doesn't give me the total. I put my card in. He closes the register. Still nothing. Now, again... I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if you got to like you know stock more bread and you're pissed off or you're working over and I I don't know right, but I don't really give a shit to be honest
1: with you. And we're out of bagels.
0: Yeah, yeah, like whatever. Shit. Yeah, like you spill something, somebody got on your nerves, the customer before get, we're pissing you off with like wanted to do like the lottery and it's too late for the lottery. Whatever whatever your thing is, but not even to like not not even like hey how are you? like nothing. I get it, but then it like it really don't does talk to me. Yeah, it really pisses me off that you get the and then you get like the attitude and then if I walk by and I'm like ah fuck her. Or I say something, it just bothers you. Now, now, you, like, what do you? Now you want to fight? Finish him. <laughs> You're the one that started. So that's that's one of my pet peeves about. Uh, it, it is kind of
1: awkward too. Now I had I was in Wawa. I think it was yesterday night too, and I went over there um, to pick up something for Hillary. And I. I was getting a drink for you know the night to put in my bag, and then I got her her buffalo chicken mac and cheese crap. You mm-hmm. know whatever. That all these girls love and I go up to the counter and the the girl is she, you know you have just awkward people sometimes it's like they're just awkward yeah, and they yeah. really shouldn't be in the public
0: yeah, you know, yeah. she
1: was one of them and she tries to strike up a conversation about how that her hand sanitizer smells like how it was strong Oh. <laughs> the guy behind me is kind of like what the hell i know and i, I turned on because she, she's like tr- legitimately trying to have a conversation with me about this hand sanitizer like, that she like, just like, put on i'm like, like be like listen babe i mean i know i'm looking good but like <laughs> dude I, I got my you're, girl you're like looking at what i i'm in, <laughs> wasn't in uniform i'm on my way to you know relax before going to work and trying. i'm like Sometimes I'm just not in the mood for
0: stupidity, and it's weird. Here's the other thing: if, if you uh, work in, in customer service, not really even customer service, but like in a in like a convenience store, it's really like you have to be really good to strike up conversation because it's such a quick transaction, right? Like if you're buying a car or a cell phone, you're, you're you're intending to spend a little bit more time there, so we understand more of the the vibe of the conversation. But I've had the same thing where. Somebody will be like hey how are you hey 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 how are you and then you'll get like this like really long like now now they want to kind of like now you're the therapist as you're yeah, buying no, like your you. apples and peanut butter and like your mac wow. and cheese bites now it's like a 15 minute conversation. Not only that, then you got some asshole behind you who's like, "Yo, yo, I need I need my cigarettes." And now they're trying to come up. Yep. You know what I mean? So now it's like a whole uh,
1: And they're looking at you kind of. Well, the guy behind me was looking like, "What the hell?" And I I t- actually turned to him. I was like, "You're next."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, continue on the the, the nasty smell of hand sanitizer I mean, it was
1: strong, but I'm like, "Okay." You're know. yeah, like, "What
0: can I really do with this?"
1: Well, I said I said that's wasn't like, nothing.
0: Wasn't like, "Damn, babe, you look good in that security mm-hmm. uniform."
1: Uh, well, I wasn't even in it, uh, but she, it, it was fun. I did say, I said something. I was like, she was like complaining about it type of thing. Yeah. About how, and I'm like, that's nothing. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I get <laughs> that's it. all I said. I said, that's nothing. So have you had a really bad
0: job that sticks out besides Walmart and target? No. Like they're, they're well, uh, you're a little bit younger. So,
1: I mean, I mean, I've gone through a decent amount, you know, I, I started as a bus boy. How was at that? the diner. It really is not as bad as you would think. Um, That's good if you're, like, antisocial. Oh, you know what the sad part is, though? Because they it, always got
0: their head down and it's like, oh, just moving well, the, the plate. You
1: know, not trying to be... I don't know how to politically say this correctly, so if, Watch I, offend yourself. Any, if I offend anybody, I really don't give a shit. Watch yourself. But I'm going to say it. So usually... Gonna, it, I'm going to ban you on Twitter if you keep talking like this. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't even use Twitter for that reason. Um... No, it, usually your um, bus personnel in, in a diner perspective are not necessarily speaking the best English, if you will. Okay. Um, Racist bastard. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, listen, a, a lot of them are really nice people. They just do not speak very good English, so they don't.
0: Well, the reality is, it's like any job that you know pays you a little bit less. You're right, g- you're going to have people that you know. Maybe you're here illegally. Maybe don't have a lot of skills. Right. Maybe are, are just learning. So they
1: are. Some yeah. of them are really nice people. Others are not. Um, right. That's like anybody anywhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so nothing wrong with that. But a lot. I was, uh, of course, I, I'm white as hell. So you can you can see, yeah, and uh, people will ask you questions. Whereas the other ones, they wouldn't necessarily ask. You know, right. uh, oh, can you grab this? Can you do that? Um, You know, and then you had other bus people that were very lazy, yeah, right. um, And and would go hide and who knows what. And um, I'm I'm here to do the least amount of work. I'm here to, uh, yeah, Phil. Um, Yeah, definitely me. It's 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 Phil. I would never see Phil as a bus boy.
0: No, I would never be. I would be. uh, I would be good. I'm a good server. I would be good as like actually my ideal gig in like a restaurant diner environment would be like the mayor, like shaking hands, kissing babies, right? Like not really doing much. Like, I don't really have a technical You'd job. You'd be like the hostess. Yeah, like the, yeah. I'm like the owner, where I just come, hey, how's your meal? If you need anything, let me know. If there's a problem, I'll take care of the check for you. Like, more of the the super supervisor manager type.
1: Superhero of the
0: day. That's me every day, baby.
1: Is it, though? Yeah, it really is. So, I mean, you know, working in the diner wasn't bad. I mean, overnight, you would see some interesting stuff when we were, you know, 24 hours. Um, you know, the big holiday like St. Patrick's Day and stuff where you would have a lot of, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd see some crazy crap, but it, it really wasn't bad. Walmart, you know, I, I was working there at the start of the pandemic and, you know, it's it's retail and moving up in the management chain, which I didn't intend to do, um, I kind of, I didn't realize, see, you really got to read these job descriptions, when you apply at places like Walmart or Target, because they have different words in there that can really fuck you over, and it doesn't take much. It's like one or two words. If they interchange them, it can totally make it so your job description is this, but well, basically, you end up doing everything. Yeah, right. I mean, it just- we'll throw you here. Yeah. And we'll throw you there. So at Walmart, I was um, one of the people at the front. I started as one of the people at the front. Uh, they called them the customer host. They were asset protection customer host. The, usually, they'd be the people checking your receipts and you know, kind of just watching the front, you right. know, greeting you. I, it was the old greeters, but then they gave them the responsibility of checking receipts. It's like a deterrent. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to stop you from stealing shit. Um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work, but um, yeah.
0: right. Well, again, it, if anybody's going to steal, they're just going to steal. But like, but the job doesn't sound. It doesn't sound bad.
1: No, it's not bad. What what you end it's up not ideal. It's it's not. It's better in cart pushing.
0: Yeah, um, anything's but better than that.
1: You don't want to move up now. See, I wish I would have stayed as a customer host. Um, the management always makes or breaks your time at any location, especially in retail. I think your management. It, it, it's not the corporation that you're leaving because of necessarily nine times out of ten. It is the management, because corporate a lot of times has no freaking idea what is going on. Especially if you are a smaller store, they have no idea. They they don't pay attention to you unless a bomb has gone off in your well, store.
0: And the reality is that's why there's so much uh, there's so much turnover rate in a lot of retail places because yep. you know people are just a the number. They do their job and they move on and. Uh, the thing I wanted to say is Target was is definitely up there, but more recently I worked uh, at Amazon <laughs> and they
1: suck, They're, right? A dude, I applied there, I applied it, there, and they somehow lost my information or good,
0: something. Good, congratulations. Yeah,
1: yeah, seriously. At first I was really pissed off, and then I talked to more people that work there. Now I know one guy that works there. But he got, he was starting in the warehouse and he ended up moving into a secondary supervisor or something right. like that. And he's like, he can't take a day off, but he makes good money. Well,
0: here's the thing, right? Uh, you know, they're definitely, and I know people too that started off in the warehouse, you know, and you can move up. The thing is with, uh, with Amazon, they have, there's no work-life balance. So if you're somebody that has, you're not close to your family, you don't have a, a girlfriend, a wife, a boyfriend, a significant other at all, and you just want to work, like literally just work like a dog for like 10, 12 hours a day and have no social life, you can move up and make money. But again, you know, for me, that's absolutely the worst thing because, again, there's no work-life balance. So
1: Or your friends and family all have to be on that page. Yeah, I mean, mean, listen, it's not a family affair. And first of
0: all, all, you know, a job is... Is what you need to do to, to live. It's part of your life. It should not be your entire life. I don't care if you need it or you don't need it. Uh, the, the other thing is, now, from my experience, I was doing uh, the actual deliveries in the truck. Now, I didn't know this until I started. You apply to Amazon, but Amazon doesn't technically employ their drivers. No. All their drivers are subcontracted out by whatever, some half-assed, like, small driver company. So, like, mm-hmm. the place I work for is, like, blah, 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 Express, LLC, so you go to the Amazon warehouse, you drive the Amazon truck, you have the Amazon uniform, you wear the the big smile on your on all your all your gear, but, but you're not technically of, employed by Amazon.
1: The end of the day, something goes wrong, and it's not Amazon's ass,
0: right? They, they don't care. It's another way for them to write stuff off or sneak around the system, or you know, the same way they didn't pay taxes when they're making billions of dollars, which is an absolute disgrace. But yeah. that, that's for another uh, another time. So this job was a full time job, four days a week. Uh, ten hours a day. Now what I'm telling you is Christmas time, so you have to allot for it's Christmas. Everybody, you know, COVID made it even worse. Even more people are buying stuff online. But the amount of workload that they give you is ridiculous for the amount of pay. So they're gonna start you at sixteen bucks an hour. Now again, let's look at it from your perspective. You're a target for $15 an hour and you're not working nearly as hard as this is you're driving the truck eight to ten hours a day. Literally you're supposed to get a 30 minute break, but it's so busy. Like they might give you on an average day at Amazon, you're doing about 190 to 200 stops, 400 packages a day. Yep. one person. There's not two people. There's no help. So you're scanning. Now, when you start at the warehouse, you got to drop. You got to get all the packages into the truck. You got to load it up by yourself. You leave. See, they don't load the trucks ahead of time. No, they don't load the trucks. You have to. Load the trucks yourself. You got to literally go grab the the friggin' carts, drag two three carts to your truck, fill that shit to the to the brim because you know there's four hundred packages and two hundred stops. You leave at ten o'clock. You have to drive an hour, say, because this warehouse was in Paulsboro. If you're delivering in Mays Landing, Egg Harbor Township, you got to drive an hour each way. You get there, and you're and you're literally nonstop from I'd say twelve noon until eight nine o'clock at night. Just go go go. Now you still
1: got to take the truck back.
0: And then you've got to take the truck back. So, again, it's... Now, again, if it's a nice day, maybe it's not the worst thing. But if it's freezing, if it's raining, if it's snowing, if it's really hot, if it's really cold, you're in and out of that truck, again, literally over 200 times a day. Yeah. And, and, and the, the biggest thing is there's no, there's no room for improvement. Nobody helps you. Nobody cares. If you bring back two packages, like, well, what happened? Like, really, asshole? You delivered 400 packages today... And, like, you make a mistake, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you got to make sure you deliver everything. Because, again, it's not really, Amazon's not running it. The the, the management was absolutely terrible. Unfortunately, people that work in the warehouse, it's like Nazi Germany in there. With the, especially oh, yeah. with the six feet bullshit, and then the mask, and the social distancing, and get away from each other, and you can't sit in the break room. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And the more people that shine a light on how ridiculous that place is, and Bezos and all those other assholes who run it, it's an absolute disgrace for anybody to have to work in that environment. And even now, I think they just up the hours where I think it's mandatory to work 10 plus hours a day. It, they are an absolute 100%
1: disgrace. Yeah. I mean, 10 hours. And that was, I remember when I had applied, you know, I was one of the things that I said to them. I was like, 10 hours. That's, you know, can I work more days? Le-? No.
0: Yeah. Right. They won't work with you. You, nope. you do as they say. Then they pay you like shit. Again, to, honestly, for the delivery drivers, I don't care. Starting rate should be $25 an hour. Easy. Oh yeah. Not, not even like, don't even pass go on it. Don't even think about it twice. You should be starting at $25 an hour. Because if those people are going to work like that, now see, me, I don't give a shit. I'll do it for what I need it for, and then I'll bounce out because I'm not being stressed or working like a, like literally like a slave. But unfortunately, yeah. there, and, and this is why I'm fighting for this, is because there are good people that are, they have to do that. They don't have maybe the skills that, that I have, they don't have the outlet, they don't have the, the, the business on the side that they can make up for it. Right, Right. So in in that way, I'm blessed and lucky that I'm able to do other things. But for the people that are stuck in that warehouse where they don't really have many skills or they don't have a lot of education or they have nowhere else to go, they're stuck in a shitty place like that. And it's a disgrace for the amount of money that they make to treat all of those employees like that. And again, you'll be hard pressed to find anybody who works for Amazon who says it's a great place to work. Like, I know so many people who have worked there, try to work there that have left, they just completely shit on it, and it's absolutely 100% warranted.
1: The only people that I know that say that it's a great place to work that are the people that were in it at the very beginning. Right, and maybe at this point they've now they're so far up there that they're not dealing with it. Right, right. So, of course, if you get to sit in a cushy office all day, I'll say it's a great company if I get to sit there and... Right, and you're just dictating to all the other
0: the, the peasants what they have to do, and, and, yeah. and it sucks. And again, for me... Just, but who wouldn't? Right. But, but for me, like, even just walking around the warehouse and being, like, the way people are treated to me is the biggest thing. I mean, and especially, like, again, I can't really talk before the, the pre-COVID, but especially now, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, the lining on the floor. And listen, stop with the COVID shit, okay? It's, re- it's just another excuse for these companies to uh, push the social distancing. Like, you have to see the break room. I mean, like, like no lie, it literally feels like you're in prison like the way they have the table spaced out, like they'll have like a table and then they'll have it like marked and kind of blocked off so nobody can kind of get near it. It's 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 like literally like a pr- fucking prison. It's disgusting. It, it really, yeah. it, 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 it pisses me off so much. I would even talk to people too and I'd be like, man, like, can you get out of here? Because I knew I was I was leaving. Like there's no way I would have stayed there. But some people are like, no, nah, I, I mean, I got kids. I got to make that money. And like that shit, you know, it's, it's terrible because like they're literally forced to work at a place like that. Nope. And, you know, more people got to kind of shine the light and be like, yo, no, like, again, they can mandate all this other bullshit, right? Like you can mandate, you can't be at a, at a bar because that's so dangerous, but nobody cares about the thousand people that are getting fucked over by Bezos and Amazon every day. And you're not allowed to say it because it, what, it's true. Like, I worked nope. there. Like, I was in that warehouse. The same way we've worked at places where the best way to really know what's going on is not to tweet about it. It's not to sit in your cushy office and lug down. The best way to know what's really going on is to get in there, work there on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, and see the true
1: shit that's going on. That's why that show, Undercover Boss, was created. Yeah. Because 100%. people don't realize, and I've said it a million times, you know, going back to Walmart, had anybody... It, If you are running around like Paul Revere, when home office, as they call it, which is corporate, would come in, if you're running around like Paul Revere, something's not right in the store. Yeah, exactly. You you should be okay with corporate coming in at any time if you're doing what you're supposed to do. And that's the problem. A lot of these companies know they're cutting corners, they're doing things that aren't approved,
0: and they're not handling it. And then when they know corporate's coming down, now let's – Let's play fake work environment for an hour. And then as soon as they leave, it's like everybody back to tr- being treated like shit. Nobody caring because, well, oh, we, got, we, impe- we appeased the inspector who came down and the big boss who came down for an hour. Let's get back to treating people like shit or telling them, no, they don't get their 30-minute break or, no, you got to get this done or, nope. you know. And, and, you How
1: know- many times I watched it happen, um, and, and it actually happened to me. You're not supposed to have um, shopping carts in the back room. I didn't know that. Nobody ever told me that. wasn't even in the freaking training video. Right. And um, I came back. They sent me um, once I got promoted, if that's what you want to call it, getting promoted, just more bullshit, Mm -hmm. a little bit more pay, but um, extra bullshit. Correct. So I went out to get lunch and like, oh, can you pick? You know, I I did a lunch run because I, you know, I was going. Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, whatever. They all gave money, so I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm already going there. So I put it in a cart, and I was wheeling it to the back. Didn't know corporate was there. I didn't know you couldn't have cor- carts in the back. And here comes the, one of the assistant store managers screaming at me. I'm like, who the hell are you? Yeah, Really? I'm about to take this lunch and throw it at you. <laughs> well, that's the other, and again,
0: the biggest thing is the way these supervisors and these managers and these people who run these companies, uh, the way they treat other people. Again, like, again, they don't, they don't tell you that. And see, that's the thing, like, and, and it's so hard because people need jobs. And, we
1: will treat you like an asshole.
0: Yeah, right. And the thing is people need work, and so they, they bite their tongue and they don't say the certain things. And it's a shame because you should be able to because you're being, you know, you're morally good. You're actually doing something good. Just nobody ever told me. And not even, it's like, to me, it's your first offense, right? Like, nobody told you. It could just be as simple as, yo, JJ. You know, I don't know if anybody told you, you can't have carts back here. So just drop this off here, just for future reference, just so you know. Now that's cool. I think anybody would be fine with that. Now, if you continue to do it, chasing me out of the back room, screaming at me is uh, well, especially again when you didn't know and nobody told you. Like I said, if I would have brought it to you like that, you would have been like, "All right, Phil, you cool, no problem.
1: I won't do it again." But nah, if it was you, I'd probably say, "Fuck you." Phil. And then I'm like, "Fired! You're fired, asshole! Get the hell out of hey, my slurry!" Get out of shit. here, you asshole!
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's Boy, the thing. Like you. When, when you when you when you act like that. You know, and again, and they're doing it as a as a ploy, as an act to look cool, uh, to the other employee, and that doesn't look good. Like yeah. whenever you're disciplining somebody or an employee does something, the way you should handle it is you you follow up with them directly, and then you take them into the office, into a room where nobody else can hear you flipping out and screaming, so everybody else can see the the event is is amateurs and ridiculous. It's
1: to end up on fucking YouTube.
0: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, it, again, it makes no sense, but it also goes back to a larger problem that a lot of people are in these supervisor roles and doing the hiring when they have absolutely no business being in those roles because they're, re, you know, idiots themselves. So yeah. it, it's a big problem. And retail stuff, especially today. But, you know, um, some of the big companies too, these companies that are making like, you know, billions of dollars, they just... You know, they, they had this audacity to treat their employees this way. And I wish people had more options so they could walk out and be like, we're not being treated like this because
1: it's never going to happen. No, not with the Biden administration, at least. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's for uh, that's for the next episode. We'll talk about that. So let's see. I I hate it. Uh, Target. I mean, I don't really hate Target. I was only there for six hours, but it wasn't really it was the, I think more of the job. They were turned therapy. off
1: in six hours enough to not go back.
0: Yeah, correct. Amazon was absolutely atrocious. That company should be fined. And only God knows what else we can do to them. Uh, who else? Who else do I have? Hmm. Uh, actually, I worked at a restaurant, a small restaurant in Collingswood years ago. And it was another one of these, you know, kind of like pick your job that you want, which never really works out for me well. It's like, well, what do you, you want to do? And I said, um, I'll try serving. but it was a very, But it was a very, like, upscale restaurant. And, like, people...
1: Certain people annoy me real $30 quick. $30 for a plate that's the size <laughs> of your finger.
0: Yeah, so these people, you know, again, the first the first couple tables I had were, were just nice people, normal, ordered something, brought it out. It was cool. It's like, ah, oh, I'm kind of digging this. Like, it's not that bad. Then I get this one lady, like, about, I think, a week or so in, and she was super annoying. One of these, like, um, you know, I, I, today I would call her, like, a libtard, like a crazy liberal leftist. Yeah. She, she was one of these where no matter what was on the menu, she was so um, if I get this soup, do you know if it's got like gluten in it or, um, um, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be nice. Like maybe she's got an issue. Okay. But no matter what she went through the menu, it was like 90 questions of like allergies. And I get it. Listen, people have allergies and people are being like, oh my God, like if you give somebody this, they could die. No, listen, this bitch was annoying as hell. Right. She wanted all this stuff. And again, to be a server, you kind of, kind of, you got to deal with a lot of these like, you know, crazy bastards. Yeah. You know, a lot of this stuff. And she just annoyed the shit out of me. And after that, I was like, and more and more people like her started coming in where it was like, she couldn't just pick something off the menu, right? Like if you have this many, uh, allergies and you've got so many issues, listen, just stay home and make it yourself. Why are you going to go out and make us rearrange the kitchen? Because if this touches this, you have a problem. Your mashed potatoes can't touch your corn. Um, I'm gluten this. I think I have celiac disease. I mean, oh my God. Anything else? Anything else you have? I mean... It's ridiculous. I mean, just stay home. Listen, again, if you have this many issues, if everything
1: on the menu is— COVID may get you. Stay home.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, even that. Like, you know, now if you go out, it's like, oh, my God, this person's too close to me. Uh, Listen, if the person's too close to you— Coronavirus! Stay home. Okay? We're still with this. We're still dealing with this.
1: (laughs) You know, we're we're hopefully in the rounding corners. We've done over a million vaccines in New Jersey.
0: Right. So, basically, if you have a bad job and you can get out of it— Get out. Get out. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but you got to be creative and find a way out of the terrible job where you have the crazy, um, you know, drug addict boss telling you what to do. You know, you know your worth. You know your skills. You know, use that to your advantage,
1: and don't let anybody take advantage of you. Yeah. I mean, mean, you got to watch, read your job descriptions. And you know what I started doing is they have a lot of these websites now. If you're unsure or you're hearing rumors about a job – Go on these different websites. Google what is it like working for Target? What is it yeah. like working for this? What is it like being Phil Rossi? You, ha- <laughs> uh, you know, you Google these things, and people really write reviews, and a lot of the times <laughs> they're they're spot on. Yeah, these you, people. Yeah, and you have to know
0: you know what's good for you as far as like you said. There's a lot of you know. There's even like YouTube videos. There are Glassdoor reviews. There oh. are Indeed reviews. Uh, you know, again, and you have to really prioritize what the pay is, what your hours will be, what your job description will be, and you really have to do your research. Don't just apply to anything, and no, then you, you get called.
1: You need to read these descriptions because if you hear a horror story on there, probably it's true. I hate to say it, but most people writing the take the time to write these reviews on Indeed and places like that, you know... And then, they probably had some shit go on over there.
0: Right and and look at the review and if it's like let's say there's 20 reviews and 18 of them are like one star like maybe it's something to look at and you know if there's like one or two crazy ones maybe they're just mad they got fired or whatever so now they're just posting a bad review to get back I get that but if you have 80 90% of the reviews that are really terrible like the worst company they don't care about their employees you're overworked you know even for me it's big if you know if you can't get a day off or nobody can switch with you like, I don't want to work there because I'm not going to deal with that because there are going to be days and times that I need off. And we have, you know, we're, uh, we, I hate to say it, but, you know, we might have like things to do or like somebody to see or like a doctor's appointment or like my whole life is not being chained to um, the store so I can make $9 an hour and never spend my nine bucks, right? <laughs> That's not- I end
1: up spending it right there.
0: Yeah, so again, there, there's a lot to lot to be said, a lot to information to be- uh. You know, you can curate it all yourself online. Like, if you're not doing your due diligence, and then you get there, and you're like, man, this job sucks. Well. I'm sure you're not the first person to figure this out. And you're not going to be the last, unfortunately. Exactly. want to wrap this up? Yeah, why not? All right, JJ, give these people our uh, socials.
1: Oh, yeah. At Anything Goes PJ, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hopefully, we don't get banned.
0: I think that was episode 13, Put It In The Books. Put It In The Books. This is Anything
1: Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick.